Marketers, founders, managers, marketeers, gremlins, ladies and gentlemen, this is The Daily Marketer, your 10-minute cup of coffee on all things growth marketing for the busy founder or startup marketer. This podcast is meant to be your answer to growing your business through the superpower of marketing. That's right, it's a superpower. And here we're going to cover a lot of different topics, things like digital marketing, branding, SEO, attribution, conversion optimization, and a whole lot of other stuff that challenges the norm and business status quo. And hey, I think that's great marketing, uncovering opportunities with potential and testing tactics you never dare to try. I think the rule of thumb in marketing is always be prepared to be surprised and thus always test. Always be testing people. Our topic for today is Facebook campaign strategy, prospecting, retargeting, and lookalikes. I'm going to start off with a little opener. All right, we all know it, walking through a busy downtown street and being approached by a haggard homeless man asking for a quarter. Or how about this, vacationing in a developing country like Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, or Phuket, Thailand, where you're browsing the local markets when you get jostled to try on some pink knockoff Crocs or buy some charred chicken skewers that have probably been sitting there since 10 a.m. It's all around us. It's not aggression. It's not gimmicky sales tactics. It's horrible marketing. That's what it is. And I should think the digital world is no different. How so, you say? Well, let's jump down the rabbit hole and find out. All right. I think the digital world is actually full of irritating marketing. Banner ads slapped across your favorite blogs, pop-ups telling you about the new Matt Damon movie, or even ads in your messenger inbox. The one place they actually thought was safe and private. No wonder Papa Blockers have been growing in popularity every year. As much as there's bad marketing offline, there's just as bad marketing online. But I think great marketing is actually the opposite of all this. You could say ad trash. Great marketing is quality over quantity. It's becoming a part of the environment. It's not disrupting the environment. And that's probably why Facebook has become the bread and butter of online ads. I think it's because advertisers have gotten savvy and realized they can make social-like ads that are playful, witty, emotional, and honestly, just downright compelling. That said, as the quote goes, vision without strategy becomes illusion. So having an effective, smart approach becomes the cart before the horse, especially on Facebook ads. I've gotten a dozen questions on campaign management, campaign strategy, so I thought I'd summarize it here. As of October 2018, Facebook recommends simplifying your account and having the following three ad sets in a general campaign structure. So your first ad set would be a broad targeting ad set that would catch, you could say, your big net that catches everyone. This would be age 18 plus, male and female, with no interests selected. Your second ad set would be a lookalike ad set where you create a seed audience from maybe your CRM, your customer relationship management database, and then you end up targeting people who look like them. And finally, your third ad set would be your interest-based ad set, where you specify certain age, sex, and interests of people that you think could be super interested in your products. Maybe you'd pick 
single millennial baristas. That's one that I've toyed around with that I think could be compelling. And you end up picking a bunch of interests, age and sex to target these people. Anyway, to keep it short, I think the reason why Facebook recommends this structure is because Facebook's algorithm has driven the advertising system to use machine learning to feed ads to a huge selection of people. And then it naturally starts to pare down to serve ads only to people that will be likely to engage with it. Hence, I think your broad targeting ad set is likely to have the most conversions because it can catch and target most of these people that are highly engageable. These other two ad sets, your lookalike and your interest base, are meant to be a little more experimental to give you a chance to test audience who you assume will convert, but you need the results to really prove it. Now, you're probably wondering about retargeting ads. Remarketing is known to be a really powerful tactic of marketing. Well, here, Facebook recommends creating an entirely separate campaign outside of your core campaign for targeting ads so to not cloud what you're doing above. And since you're sending ads to prospective customers in this situation who have visited your site before, maybe they abandoned cart, or maybe they read a blog post, you can say you have a high confidence that they could convert. After all, I think it's a safe assumption that you could consider that they're at least curious, that they're at least in market, and they at least show some interest rather than approaching all these cold customers or prospects through your broad lookalike and interest ad set. So I'd say the next time you're running Facebook ads, consider the above structure. As they say, it's always be, be good to be mindful of what's within or outside your control and do everything possible to optimize that within. Thus, I think you should always make your creative thoughtful, unique, and audience relevant, and to make sure you spend enough money, that is a $50 to $100 uh, per ad set spend per day, to be able to drive enough impressions and hence give that mysterious algorithm enough conversion juice to give you a true cost per result and thus cost per acquisition. All right, if I can leave you with anything, it's this. Sometimes the best thing to do when running Facebook ads is not to run 15 ads and 10 different ad sets, but it's instead to go back a couple steps and do some research. Go read some blogs. Go follow some thought leaders on Twitter. Go attend a conference listen to a marketing podcast, whatever, something to figure out what could be the most effective approach rather than doing what you think is best. For me, this was actually listening to our Facebook reps over at Rover, following their advice, and then speaking to other marketers at a couple of conferences I've attended recently. You know, that way I really got me thinking and actually experimenting in new ways. And ultimately it's led to some great results. So it's been totally worth it to do some research beforehand. I recommend you do the same because why not? Why not experiment and give it a shot? I think if it doesn't work out, feel free to reach out to me and say, I told you so. And then maybe at that point, I can share some new Facebook knowledge that you can test. (laughs) All right, y'all. That's all for today. As you know, we're releasing episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. I would love if you shared this episode with a friend, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or hell, even through a link. And I love feedback. Please, if you have any questions, topics, or guests you'd like to see on the show, let me know. Leave some feedback on my Twitter at Jacob underscore Kabika. That's J-A-K-U-B underscore K-U-B-I-C-K-A. Or go to my website at jacobkabika.com forward slash contact and drop some feedback there. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button down below. And I will hope to see you on the next episode. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.